幸せなふりをした歌うもっと走らず言い聞かせた無謀にもそってかつかみや来た道を一別取りをごめんしまんそこ参戦に次ぐワンガムやマルトによりがかりチェリは積もって果てしない旅の途中で街の柱に立ち寄る疲れた両足をそっと投げ出して寝転ぶと繰り返される浅い眠り何とも同じ者の子顔何とも同じ者の言葉を生きてるだけで悲しいと思うのを出すだけなのでたばこの煙
Uh, and one of my friends that I've been playing with a lot is managing to escape that, even though it's so heavy punch, heavy punch. The tu- the heavy punch target combo into mm-hmm. grab isn't a true combo. Okay. It has four frames of lag, which means they can jab out. But okay, that it also uh, no, I think it has, it has just so, yeah, I think it's four frames. So it has it has just enough lag that they can jab out. But if you jab afterwards, they like your jab is gonna beat theirs. So it, like that. Okay, specific, so if I do HP HP LP, then I'm going to maintain the pressure. Well, they can block. They can block, but then you're like positive, basically. Well, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's it's basically then, it's, it yeah, turns the... it into a rock paper scissors. Like you can you force the rock paper scissors onto them. Of you either jab and risk me getting a counter hit because if you counter hit with mm-hmm. LP, then you get to do her like her like spinning flip kick. And if you do that as an EX, you can get the grab. And you can get the other grab, the like quarter circle forward grab. Right, because that's great if they're close on wake up. Yeah, and but the the one that actually works or that works like most of the time, at least at low at low level, mm-hmm. is um, medium punch, medium kick into her quarter into her half circle back grab. Okay, I'll I'll use that one more because yeah, my friend has just started uh, back jumping. Uh, well, if they back if they back jump, they just get out. Right, exactly, and I mean I can if I read, I can forward jump, and then there's a couple moves I have that will yes you know, maintain. Uh, but also, fucking up that read is really tough because uh, she is a Marisa main. Mm. And Marisa hits really hard. Yeah. She makes you feel it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, just, like, the one thing I did is I practiced just the medium punch, medium kick. And, mm-hmm. and the big thing also is, like, if they're blocking medium punch, medium kick, you are not positive. Like, you are... In danger and should probably be blocking. <laughs> right, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, look for your hit confirms, obviously. Yeah, and then if you if you get them, you have, I think you're three frames advantage, so you can grab them, and then if you if you do the heavy version of the grab, it's a five frame startup. Yeah, so, isn't it four on a, yeah, it's four or five. I don't remember, but it's, yes, it's, it's, it's a really It's quick. five because jabs are heavy. Uh, jab, everybody has, except for Zangief, and mm-hmm. Lily, a four-frame option. And right. most of the jabs in the game are four frames. So it's like, if you want to see if something is safe to, like, throw out, you check if it's under four frames. If it's a uh, four frames or under. Grabs, it, most commit, a lot of command grabs at their heavy version and also normal grabs are five frames. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I thought that it was four like, for some reason. Yeah, um, so you do you do the, the, the punch, the kick, and then you can either... If you have it like on uh, on damage, you can either do a light punch into like a different combo that can all that can lead to the grab, and that's like the part sure. that I need to practice. Or you could just do the heavy version of the grab, and if they don't jump, you get them. <laughs> right? Yeah, heavy grab is fucking great. Um, again, and especially early on, and I'm sure that you know you deal with people who are more competent, but I'm only bronze right now, so who cares? I'm uh, only well. I shouldn't say that. I'm in silver, but every time I try to do my cabinet matches, it's like, okay, I, I'm gonna go ten and two against this platinum player, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, sure, sure. I mean, sometimes getting bodied is the way to win. 
By which I mean, you learn if you learn something from getting bodied, you you really won that match. That's all I have. To say. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like I went ten and two against the Zangief, and I'm like, listen, I'm just here to get points on this fucking battle pass. If you body me in twenty seconds every every time, that's fine. We're moving through this at a clip. Like I'm getting because you get the same amount of points whether you win or lose. It doesn't matter. You just need to get the matches in. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm just sitting here over here like, man, someday I'll afford this game. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a good time. I don't know. I, I'm i really surprised because I've not really been super heavy into Street Fighter historically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've only really gotten like into fighting games over the last year or so. And I've played a, a decent amount of Third Strike. Um, but I play way more Strive than anything mm-hmm. else. Uh, and this has been a fun mix-up. It it feels different, and it feels like I'm learning shit that is very applicable in other places. Mm. Uh, from what I played of the beta, it it definitely felt like a way more neutral, heavy anime game. By which I mean, it felt like Street Fighter V actually had combos. Yeah, I I had Street Fighter V like on PlayStation for free and I re-downloaded that at a certain point and I'm like, huh, what is how does this feel? And it's it feels different for sure. I haven't like gotten super duper into it. Uh but yeah, combos are how <laughs> in that game. Yeah, because they've they've standardized a lot of like how combos work for everyone. They've made it so everybody except the heavy grapplers have um a four frame option so it's like, okay, every person in the game has access to a four-frame option, except for those two who are special. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to either be able to beat the the four-frame option in your combos or know that it's coming. And then all right. the grabs are standardized at five frames, or all the normal grabs anyway. And like, all the grabs are doing about the same amount of damage. Uh, the punish counter stuff is like weird and fucked up, though, because the, I think the, the way it works is it deep. If you hit an enemy on a counter hit, you get an extra couple of frames of advantage. But yes, also, I believe so. Uh, you get two extra frames of advantage on your first hit, uh, which can lead to like some weird fucking oh. combos. But also, it deals an extra 20% damage, unless mm-hmm. it's a throw. If it's a throw, like, say, Manon's uh, five metal command throw, <laughs> yep. which is already doing more damage than half the level three supers in the game... If it's a throw, it deals 1.8 times damage. <laughs> oh, sick. I didn't know that. That's great. Like, throws on a punish counter or throws on a counter hit are so strong. It, but, you know, it's because it's hard. Unless it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to oh, like, my actually God, yeah. get the counter. Uh, although Zangief can reach, like, halfway across the screen. So, you know. You're like, He's got an insane <laughs> amount of, yeah. Um, the hitbox we're, on that. We're talking Marth grabs here. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there are there is a cert, there's one clip of a cam because like Cammy's got this really long medium kick that she can use to in neutral. Mm-hmm. That thing also extends her hit it extends her hurt box like no like nobody's business. Right. Oh, uh, so Zangief using his light SPD could basically grab her from full screen. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking funny. It's also fucked up that JP has a full screen command grab. Yes. Well, he's got a command grab throw. <laughs> Which right. is fucked up. And it looks like his normal projectile, which is mean. Mm-hmm. If I, 
if you have like there's a lot of accessibility options in this game and i think like the training mode is incredibly robust if you have like any amount of like blue purple color blindness i do not know how you distinguish like <laughs> i have no idea yeah like he is just put on this earth to bully you um which makes sense he's just a mortal combat character dropped into street fighter mm-hmm. god i bought a fight i bought a fight box for this game oh wow oh nice it, yeah it is on its way uh, Hell yeah. Mostly because doing the fucking uh, drive cancel double tap on a on a gamepad is, like, really frustrating. <laughs> yep, what, yep, because uh, it's mushy. What did you end up getting? Like, did a you Fightbox. Get... Like, Fightbox, as is the brand name Fightbox. Uh... It's basically a hitbox, uh, but not. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Eventually, I want to try a leverless box. But, like, I need to make sure that I can afford that. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here with my, like, I, I have, like, a fight stick, but it it is definitely, like, it, it is showing its age a little bit, but I did replace the um actual, like, lever and buttons, mm. like, last year. Okay. So, like. Mm-hmm. Fair it, enough. It's still nice, but it's, like, I do want to try, like, a button box at some point. Right, yeah, I've got a Mayflash 500 that I am having a good time with. Um, I was thinking about going in and changing out the gate, but I wound up stripping a screw super bad when I did that, so that's not an option. <laughs> it happens. Um, because uh, it I, comes with an octo gate, and sometimes I've heard that octo gates can like feel confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've sometimes just had really weird experiences trying to manage the um the square gate itself. So I was like, um, well, maybe I'll try and see if this actually like fits my psychology better, but no dice. Yeah, no, it honestly just, it, it, it really matters like how it feels to you more than anything, but like, right. uh, I've always preferred square gate personally. Right. And yeah, I figure like, well, if I don't like it, I can just switch back. Cause it's, it's just right there. Mm, for but, sure. Um, yeah, the thing about me is, like, again, because I'm still, like, relatively new to fighting games, one of my big issues is when I, um, when I land a drive rush, uh, which is, I'm getting better at it, right? But, um, my head just goes blank when I do it. I'm like, oh, I I did it. And then I'm like, okay, I lost all the advantage that that got me yeah you're like I, I lost the three frames i got from this and you're what's, like wait what's an okizeme no. <laughs> right what? yeah god no god no i i'm just Who sitting here like the the curse is when i am able to afford street fighter 6 um or somebody buys it for me. i don't fucking know what's gonna happen it, like it's gonna be months before i'm able to play this game i'm sure but um the curse is I'm probably going to end up being a fucking jury player, which means everybody's going to think I'm in defeat. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing. Jury, I've played like a little bit. She seems really fun. I'd like to learn her. She comes with such baggage. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't know if you've seen her character, in, like her, like, a new challenger intro is in this game. Uh, but it is wild. And also, like, it's like, hey, there's like, 
the mo the they have put out the numbers of like what are the most used characters, and it's like Ken at the very top, and then like he's at one hundred twenty thousand people, and then Ryu's right behind him at eighty thousand. Like it's such a huge drop from Ken to Ryu, and then it's like okay, here's everyone else. But if you look at the clubs and like the people who are playing online like regularly. Oh, there's then... a bunch of clubs called like jury foot job, jury feet sex, <laughs> and it's it's like three or five of like the most like just the club. If you look the at most the clubs that have clubs. the most populous yeah. clubs, all of them are like jury feet sex or like jury. <laughs> Although the other day I did find a jury player that was like jury no feet or like some it was it was something about how about like not finding jury's feet horny which i right, thought yeah. was really funny and refreshing and i'm like you know i'm what? not into I this sexually is my my name i'm showing up at the locals <laughs> you you just on placing your fucking top bite eight, stick <laughs> placing top eight at evo under the name i'm not into this sexually <laughs> you just on your fight stick say i don't like feet like, yeah just have no. a giant snooker I'm not horny. I've never been horny. <laughs> like, um, for reference, when Luke shows up at, as, like, hey, someone's, like, challenging you or whatever, you get something like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, when... <laughs> Fuck. It's even hornier than I remember. <laughs> I'm, I, I am putting some of this in the episode. I hope y'all know. Because <laughs> of God. All right. When... When jury comes like up, Street Fighter, folks. it's like this. <laughs> I know. When when I was playing the beta and learning mm-hmm. how to, like, change my character in the online setting, which, it's fucking weird, man, how they set that up. It's fucking weird. Oh, it is asinine. It's a lot easier <laughs> if you're in a private room. Um, but, yeah. Um, I will say, folks, this image, new challenger, ranked match for jury... It is a picture of Juri Han, her Street Fighter Six character design, pointing her toe toward the screen in sort of the <laughs> same way that one might put like an open palm forward in sort of a challenging <laughs> gesture. Um, but it also creates a sight line to her crotch, um, which sort of evokes that viral picture that was going around of um, stance analysis. Where there was a woman sitting down in a chair no, and it quite la- loudly said, "Pussy facing the world." <laughs> I I don't know what anybody wants from me. I just think Journey's cool. I think she that's has the issue, cool- <laughs> right? But but then I look at I this. I kind of like the psychopath character. Like she's fun. She's got like a a fun vibe, and until it's like. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know what? I cannot judge anyone because Zangief shows up showing off his armpit and his sweat literally explodes from him as he flexes his muscles when he wins. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. alright, we've... <laughs> and then I... you look at Cammy and you're just like, look, just everyone is horny here. Cammy's <laughs> the play... The other character I was thinking of playing is the thing. Cammy is the other one. And like, listen... <laughs> The thing is, myself. I will acknowledge that these are some, like, horny designs. I feel like they are 30% on average less horny than in other Street Fighter games somehow. 
The, the yes. only counter I have to this is that I need to remind y'all when this game was announced, uh, the first thing anybody saw was feet. And that's that's just... I'll leave that there. No, <laughs> like, I know, for sure. But, like, Cammy's outfit is, like, an athleisure thing. True. It is still... somehow the least horny of her outfits so far. Right. You can put her in the old horny outfit if you want. Like, the one with the thong that disappears up her ass. She has that outfit. I'm just waiting for fucking um, Poison to get in the game. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Poison or Colleen. Those are those would be my two picks if they were in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what Aki's deal is gonna be. The first DLC character. I have no idea who that is, but I'm a brand I'm new sh- character. Is oh, the thing. That isn't the first new character? Isn't the first DLC character uh, Rashid? I thought Aki was coming first. Maybe. Street Fighter. Six DLC. That's one of them too. But yeah, I, I, the people's assumptions is that she'll be like, um, what's that one guy from four, the like lanky guy with the glasses and all the poison shit. Oh no, you're right. It is Rashid. Rashid comes summer, so Rashid is coming, yeah. and then uh, Aki's autumn. Well, that's interesting because the one I found is saying Aki comes in summer, and then Rashid comes in autumn. <laughs> Hmm. Wait, okay, this is insane. Because uh, I'm looking at GameRant.com, which... That's what I'm looking at! <laughs> let's say the the Blank Rant family of uh, content mills uh-huh. are notoriously unreliable. There's an image that was released by Capcom that says Aki, Autumn 23, Rashid, Summer 23... Ed, Winter 24, and uh, Gokui, or Akuma. or I'm uh, sorry, Goki. I always think his name is Gokui, yeah. but it's uh, Goki, uh, Spring 2024. Uh, which is kind of an interesting spread. Why is there such a long time before Ed... Oh, uh, because Winter 2024 actually spreads into um the beginning like, of the year. It's, yeah, it's like most of the start January. of the year is winter. My yeah, brain like always they, thinks they, they're starting with winter. Like the it's like the um, anime seasons. So it's yeah. like we're going into autumn twenty twenty three, and then the season that's going to start like late December is going to be winter twenty twenty four. Hmm. I'm interested in Ed. Ed seems like a fun rushdown character. Um. But I'm- yes. The... I'm very curious how they'll change Ed from, like, Street Fighter Five because in Street Fighter Five he was interesting in that he didn't have any, like, special inputs. It was all about, like, how you pressed the buttons instead. Fascinating. But we should probably start talking about Bleach at some point. As much as I'm enjoying should. Street Fighter. Wait, one final thing while I complain about the air quality. Um... I'm going to show two images uh, that are related. So first, we'll go with this image, which is just a general legend of air quality, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So the number represents, uh, I think it's parts per million. 
um, of like shit that's in the air, right? Here is the current air quality according to this website. Oh mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like looking at my sleep apnea results when I'm like, what is severe <laughs> sleep apnea? <laughs> Uh, and then compared it to what my numbers were, and I was like, oh, no. Oh. It's like, what is severe sleep apnea? Two degrees less than you have. And she's like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the air quality is fully in that. Like, in my apartment, it's hovered. Like, I have, because I have a, a machine here as well. Like, I need to get myself an air purifier because it's hovering at, like, 300 to 320. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus that's Christ. not good. I have an asthma like history. <laughs> like that's this is no bueno. Yeah, I, I would, do not feel well today. I I would get yourself an air purifier, and if at any point during this fucking recording you need to bow out because you're just not feeling good, like go for it. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, because the real problem is like it's not like I can go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. If like if I leave this call, I am still in this apartment with this air quality, and if I go outside, it gets worse. Right. It's just worse out there. Yeah, uh, it's not ideal, but like I, what I will say, and like this is not to convince you, because like we're here, we're recording, we're in the thing. It, it's just if you leave the call, at least you won't have to be expending energy talking about bleach in that air quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. But I wrote these summaries, though. You did write the summaries, which, by the way, this is in a washout, a Bleach Rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Kit. And I'm Sam. I'm Quinn. <laughs> um, today, I didn't write any summaries because I, I had intended to wake up at like 9am this morning and write my summary then, you know, with a full eight hours of sleep. And then my cat went, you know what? Fuck your eight hours of sleep. And <laughs> basically uh, knocked a bunch of shit over and I had to clean it up at 630 in the morning. And I was like, all right, cool. Oof. I guess I'm just up now. So Yeah, that sucks. I, I watched the episodes. I, I have I have witnessed them. But uh, Sam, being the person who takes notes for both episodes every single time. I'm just like, all right, Sam, you got this one. And lo and behold, he did. Can't believe putting all this extra work on me at the last minute. The extra work <laughs> you already do! <laughs> See, and that's what's great, because I've been coasting, folks. <laughs> I've been promoted up the ladder, and I still don't have fucking responsibilities. You're at the office over there, like, playing Pac-Man, and the boss comes over, and you're like, yeah, I have my notes done, and I look over, and I'm like, you're just playing Pac-Man, and you're like, yeah, it's my notes. (laughs) You didn't ask me to do anything. (laughs) Well, I have something to complain about, and it's that I think Quinn should do a better fucking job. Nah, (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Oh, man. Shall we get into the episode? (laughs) Let's yeah. go. It's not like there's much to talk. I, I feel like I've said this many times, but it's not like <laughs> there's much to talk about. You'll get used to it. That's just how this show is sometimes. <laughs> and by sometimes, I mean for the foreseeable future, I'm sure. It's not like there's much to talk about. We're start- we re- started recording 40 minutes ago. <laughs> 
Sure. Yeah, exactly. So we can get the bleach out of the way real quick. <laughs> the people don't come to this show for bleach, right? <laughs> God. If you if you're listening to the show because you're a, like specifically because you are a fan of bleach and you want to hear us talk about it, I want to know. Yeah, like send us an email. <laughs> Send us an email that's iwobleachcast at gmail.com. Genuinely fucking flood our Twitter. Nobody is on our Twitter. I, I'm. This is what I'm really complaining about. Nah, I, I, I can't. I love, I love our fans. I, I love it. all 40 of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. 20 of you might actually be listening to the episodes and not just letting them <laughs> download automatically after forgetting to turn it off. <laughs> do, do you ever, like... Like, it, it, it's interesting. This is, I swear to God, my last thing before we actually get into the uh, the episode. I, I feel a little insane sometimes because, like, I can see the analytics on our episode saying that 40 people are listening to our episode, but we have so little fan engagement with anything we post on the Twitter or in our email that I'm like, does anybody actually listen to our show? Could I say something, like, extremely controversial on here and, like, get cancelled for it? Or could I just get off scot-free? What is going on? <laughs> Don't worry. I've had... we, we would cancel you for the fans. <laughs> I've had in excess of a thousand listeners and, like, not much fan engagement on stuff I've done before, so I, I get it. It happens. Yeah, it, it doesn't actually bother me, to be clear. It's just, sure. like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? But anyway, you want to hop us on that first episode, Sam? Yeah, let's get started with episode 194, Neliel's Past. So the episode starts off with a little bit of slapstick between Peshe and Dondoshaka, and it ends with a, oh, I wonder how Nell's doing. And then it switches over to like Neliel and Noitora. Uh, they're just they're fighting. Ichigo and Orihime is looking on. Tesla is like kicking Ichigo around and just making sure that the two of them don't interfere in the the big one on one fight. It's so uh, funny because Ichigo like goes over. He's like, I I gotta go help Nell. And then Tesla's like, No, you fucking don't get back on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he just like kicks him. It's like, bro, you're done. You're so done. Uh, and he's also like expositing in his head to the audience, like, oh man, Noitara, like, really hates Neliel, and then we, like, we see a flashback of them fighting, and I do really like the little detail that Noitara has, like, a single moon blade instead of, like, his big double-bladed one. <laughs> that is <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a pretty, like, that's a fun little thing. His sword got bigger. Um, anyway, he complains that it wasn't a fight to the death, and Deliel's like, uh, you're not even worth killing, we're not beasts anymore, we're people, and there's gotta be a reason for us to fight, and I just don't give a shit enough about you to kill you. You're not a warrior, you're just a beast acting on instinct. On instinct. So it's like, I don't want to be responsible for your life, fuck you, and then she walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably the best part of this episode. <laughs> oh, easily. I, I think... Uh, yeah, no, probably. Probably, probably. Yeah, which immediately dovetails into the worst part of this episode, where we learn that Noitora's whole deal is, for hating Nell is that he is a raging misogynist, a fact which I had entirely forgotten about. <laughs> it's so and wow, weird. It makes this so much worse. Yeah. 
no, he, he literally, for, for for the fans, for the fans, he literally out loud just says, I just can't deal with a woman being stronger than a man. And I'm like, bud. It's <laughs> bananas. He, they literally, like, he, you cannot incel code yourself more. Like, it's wild. And it's like, on the one hand, the way he's acting in literally every other scene now makes so much more sense, but, like, derogatory. Right. Yeah. I just, I guess I wasn't quite expecting it to all come out that way. Well, here's what I have to say. At least we have one really gay Espada, you know? But <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing problematic about the gay Espada, right? Anyway, we Couldn't go to be. the present for, like, three seconds, just long enough to see Neliel having trouble in the fight, and then it's back to the past, where she's searching for Peshe Dandachaka, because she's hungry, and it's lunchtime, but Noitora has shown up to bother her again, and she's like, hey, buddy, stop overcompensating by walking around with your giant weapon, like, out. If you want people to respect you, just, like, act like a normal goddamn person. If there's anything we've learned about the men who are in the Espada... None of them are allowed to act like normal people. No. <laughs> like, l l let's get the track record here. We've got Zyle, fucking freak. Awful. Uh, Aaron Nero, fucking freak. Uh, who else have we seen? Who else have we seen? Uh, well, obviously, Noitra, fucking freak. Grimjo, obviously, Grimjo. we've seen Grimjo. Yeah, Grimjo, potentially the most normal of them all. <laughs> weirdly, yeah. And then we got Ulkiora, who's just really emo, but, you know, most of them? Fucking freaks. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we get a wall that explodes. Out comes the wounded Peshe and Dondachaka, who are much more humanoid than we previously see. But we don't, like, you know, they're covered in, like, ragged cloaks, and we don't, re we don't see their faces, we don't see most of their bodies. Uh, but we do see, like, their hands sticking out that look human. It made um, me so weirdly uncomfortable. Why? Like, because Dondo Chaka still has the giant head? I think so, actually. <laughs> it, 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 felt, it felt wrong. It felt like this like was you, something the anime was lying to me about, but I'm sure you will tell me <laughs> otherwise. Well, it took me a minute to just adjust to recognizing who Peshe was. Because I'm mm. just like, who's this blonde twink? <laughs> that's not my bug twink with blonde hair that's just a blonde twink period well I mean he wasn't making like absurd like booger references or anything so I, I he wasn't understand. talking about his cock and balls <laughs> don't worry he'll make up for that he will uh, but yeah, so we see those two are hurt, and Noitora's like, oh yeah, I ripped off their mask just to give you a reason to fight. You got a reason to fight? She's like, that's not a reason to fight. But because you've hurt my friends, I have a reason to make you pay. And she kicks him through a wall. And I'm like, is there a contradiction here? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know, they fight. After a while, Noitora, like, lures her to an area, and we get, we get like, this one flash of Xyloporo, implying that, like, something's off. And then she slashes through a fake, like, misty Noitora, and is defeated in the process. Uh, cut to him, like, dragging her and her friends out into the desert, uh, bashing her reasons to fighting. Xyle shows up, 
just to see the end of it, because he's a pervert, I guess. And Noitora, like, sh- chucks Nell off the cliff, telling himself, Yeah, the difference- it- It's not that you're stronger than I am, it's that you have more experience. So by the time you heal up and come back, I'll have trained enough to beat you. I guess. <laughs> he's just such a fucking loser. Like, <laughs> he really is. I-, I think, genuinely, the whole, like, Noitra, like- Oh man, I just I'm so mad that women can be stronger than me. Like that just killed any interest I had in the character. Yeah, there's like some light mention of blackmail that Zyle gives towards Noitara, and they they watch Nell like turn they watch Nelliel turn into Nell and then they're like, Ha, she turned into a child, loser, and then they leave. Uh meanwhile Pe- Peche and Dodotaka are like they're shocked that the baby doesn't remember them, and we have to protect this child, both like from enemies, but also from her own memories. And then it cuts to present day, where Pesce is like watching Zyle pop Renji's organs like grapes, and then he uses he makes his move. He uses his infinite slick to make the doll slip out of Zyle's hands, and he grabs Ooh. him. And then Dondochaka releases Bawa Bawa from his mouth, because turns out he's got a bunch of giant combat bugs inside of him. Oh yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, we never, uh, we just didn't want to fight until now because we didn't want Nell's memories to come back. But clearly, she's fighting, so we gotta fight. Right. Um, the gloves are cut, off. Yeah. Uh, cut to Nell. She's fighting Notra, and she's like, hey, you know what? Fuck everything. It's sword release time. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. It was a solid nothing episode. <laughs> a good, well... An average bleach burger of an episode. Right. Yeah. About five, six minutes of recap up front. Um, a little bit of backstory and about two sword clashes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say that makes for a bleach episode. I, I think when you get to the point in a bleach episode where there are about six minutes of recap up front, you're like, okay, I know what kind of episode this is about to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of them. Uh, debatable. Debatable. Yeah, and I was gonna say, it's not because they're saving the animation budget to make it look good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, so I I do actually have some some insight after next episode of how close this might have been to the manga's release time. Um, Yeah, so in the post-credit scene, we've got uh, the fourth vice captain, Isane, she comes in with news, but Rangiku like tackles her, and she's like, "Shh, the child is sleeping. This guy is taking a nap because he's heard that children who nap get taller." And then Isane goes, "Oh no, I'm so tall," and decides that she should stop sleeping forever because she doesn't want to keep being tall. I guess. I thought it was an okay bit. Yeah, that's I like a loser's I, mentality to me. I like the first half of the bit more than I like the second half of the bit. Hitsugai is sleeping because he wants to get tall is much funnier to me than, oh no, the tall girl is uncomfortable with being tall. Right. I, I agree. I, I'm with you there. And then as far as, like, manga differences, um, the only real thing is that 
when Nell, like, rushes at Noitora and she's like, ah, what have you done? Like, that's the part where she slices through an illusion. Like, they don't actually have a fight in the manga. It's just, that's the bit where she slices through an, amus- an illusion, she gets hit, and she loses immediately. Um, yeah. Gotta, gotta fill in those couple of minutes of the episode. But we all, because this is the end of a volume, we also have, like, some author's notes and shit. Uh, which is, the the extra material is design sheets from the uh like princess and her retainers in the amagai arc Mm -hmm. uh so it's like yeah it's like it's not too far behind like where the uh like at this time the amagai arc was advanced enough that kubo could share these designs basically we all loved the amagai arc so I, were, I say that as if I didn't to just have to, like, I, I literally had to remember for, like, 30 seconds what the Amagai arc was. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in it, like, four episodes ago. Our episodes, not Bleach episodes. Yeah, Sam, our, our epi- that could mean we were there, like, a year ago. <laughs> Listen, we're here today to record... <laughs> Bleach podcast in shambles. <laughs> I'd say let's go for a 10 minute break. Yeah, oh, 10 minute break works for me. Let's get right back into it with episode 195 the ultimate union peche's seriousness we start the episode with nelia's sword like glowing and giving off smoke and noitro's like oh shit oh fuck oh shit oh fuck and he's rushing forward to stop her and she just explodes and like activates her release turning into a centaur with a double-bladed lance Uh, she do be looking cool as fuck Turn it and like the name of her sword is like a reference to Capricorn, basically, etc. Uh, so she chucks her lance at Nortra, she like chips his weapon and slams him against a rock, and we cut back to Zyle, who's just like super easily blocking Bawa Bawa, and then he's traumatized because it looks like Peche's taking out his dick. But don't worry, it's a sword, a lightsaber called Ultima, and then he like yells at Uryu, he's like, hey! It's just like your thing! And then he makes a bunch of dick jokes, and he makes one pretty clever pun. Uh, but, you know, there's just like a four-minute segment. I think of, out of, of this whole this segment, joke. out of this whole segment, I think two, maybe three jokes made me chuckle. But yeah, the important part is he's like, hey, I have a sword, and it's called Ultima. Oh, after a word from our sponsor, Zyle is unhappy, and he's like, Throne monsters. Go beat the shit out of those fuckers. Uh, but Dondachaka sends them flying with his own, like, giant war club. And Sile is looking freaked out. But Peche is like, bro, we've been training this entire time. You thought we were just playing around when we were out in the desert? We invented a new type of Sero, which, alright, admittedly looks cool as hell. Uh, I think... I, I think I personally had a lot of trouble taking any of this seriously, considering they front-loaded the episode with so many dick jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's 
no way these guys can do can like pull off something serious. Obviously, like it would be stupid. Uh, I, look at them. I think it was like supposed to be intentional to like make you underestimate them more, but like it, it ended up not really working for me because it just kind of took me out of the episode. And maybe go, all right, I am watching an anime by a guy who decided to make a bunch of dick jokes at the beginning of the episode, and, uh, yeah, the rest is just a battle, I guess. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It, it misses the build-up, the bridge, like, there's ways that this could have been done, and I feel like none of those routes are taken toward executing it, so it all just feels very flat. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate because like I I do think it could have been really funny. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we cut away from that whole thing to go to Nelliel, who's like, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna kill you," and she's about to like hit him again, but she pops like a balloon and turns into a kid, which Notura takes to mean, "Oh, it's my win," and then he punts her like a ball. Uh, Ichigo rushes in. No trust lands into the gro to the ground and says, "Like, bro, she was your last chance. Like, there is no more like surprise fighters to win this fight for you. Hey, Tesla, you can take him out. He's he's nothing. He's like completely empty. J just wreck him, and I'll just grab Orihime and make her watch because I'm a creep and a pervert." <laughs> I got very uncomfortable here because he very clearly in English calls her pet, and it's like, uh, like that is a person. Like we we don't need to do this. I I know that the point here is he's a creep, but we don't we don't need to we don't need to do this to Orihime. Come on, come on, Kubo. Yeah, he's just the worst, and uh. His subordinate, like, unleashes his blade, turns into a big, boar-headed, like, satyr dude, and he starts to beat the ever-loving shit out of, out of Ichigo till he's unconscious. Um, we go back to the comedy duo. Their superhero has accomplished fuck all, uh, because Zyle explains, like, you guys, like, kind of suck? Uh, I knew who you were the whole time, so I, I was analyzing your shit like I was analyzing Udio and Renji, like, this whole time? And then when you shot me, I just had to, like, poke it, and it split up in two, and then it exploded behind me. Like, you guys suck. If you had actually fought at the start, maybe that, like, you would have hurt me with this, but you're fucked. I'm gonna kill all four of you. Uh, and then we cut to the site of Rukia's fight, where one of the other Espada shows up, and he's like, Ah, with Arinero's death, the last of the first-gen Espada are dead. Oh. Why are you doing a Bane voice? <laughs> Like, that's decidedly Bane. Why are you doing that voice? Unfortunately, Rukia is still alive. And it's time to cut off her head. Uh, and there's also, like, a drive-by. Oh, actually, turns out Rukia wasn't as cool as we thought because Arunero, like, went easy on her in the, at, like, at the very end. And I'm like, fuck you, guys. Like, fuck you, fuck you anime. Like, Rukia's, like, dying on the ground. She doesn't need this. Right, come on. Kubo's just out here like, I can't let any women have anything. Ever. Uh, then we cut to Chad and, like, the Afro guy that he fought, and they're being inspected by the Arankar CIA, who found them, like, 34 episodes ago or something. Uh, and they're like, oh, they're still alive. We should cut their heads off. And we cut again to Ichigo, who, like, 
Ichigo passed out previously. He has been woken up to get beaten up some more and really drive home the fact that, like, everyone's in deep shit. Uh, they even break his sword arm, and then the real despair music starts playing. But he still crawls towards his sword, and just as Tesla's about to finish things, there's a giant boom. And it's Zaraki with a steel chair! <laughs> uh, but mostly in this episode, he's just here to be like, Hey, Ichigo, you fucking loser, nerd. You look like you're about to die, lol. And the episode ends. I... So much happened this episode, yet I felt like nothing at all happened. But I think the only thing I took away from it is I'm still wondering why Tesla's, like, minotaur form has six nipples. I don't know. He was on his, like, real freak shit in this episode, yeah. these chapters, with the centaurification, and he was just getting nasty. I, I just, I, Tesla being a minotaur completely escaped my brain. I didn't remember that at all. I didn't remember any of the Neutra, like, misogyny bullshit. I, I... These episodes were, uh... We were on something this time. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and then... For the post credit stuff, uh, we get an Aaron Carr encyclopedia. Uh, maybe the best one we've had, honestly, because usually these ones are garbage. <laughs> and this one was like, okay... Uh, Gin's talking about Nelial. He's like, here's her special moves. Here's what she does. Here's the name of her sword. Blah, blah, blah. Nell shows up and she's like, wow, she's pretty. What are you talking about? That's that's you. What? You see me like this? Bro, what's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, that was kind of good. It's pretty all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as for the like manga stuff. Uh, hey, thank you, animators, for, well... Not thank you for adding that bit about, like, Rukia, uh, like, having been, uh, about, like, Araniro, like, going easy on her in the end. Not, because that seems to have been added in the anime, or at least in the different translation. Uh, but, but, thank you, anime, for having Noitura gag out Hime with his hand, and not by shoving his fingers in her mouth. Because, yeah, no! Good lord. <laughs> because that makes the, like, that entire scene even worse. Uh, this what the fuck?! <laughs> What? There are some bad times in this manga. Uh, but the good times in this manga are that, like, I just want to shout out that, like, whoever, like, the localization team and the sound effects for this, for, like, these pages are really good. Like, the, the like, the sound effect, like, replacement and the usage of, like, okay, this is going to be a thud, this is going to be a wham. Uh, Zoraki showing up, that's a thoom. <laughs> I pasted Hell that yeah. in, the wrong, in the wrong Discord. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency delete. Delete. <laughs> no, nobody saw that. Uh, back to this Discord. Here we go. <laughs> I have to wonder where you posted it. Uh, apologies that you do get one drive-by fingers and mouth out of Hime. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I am traumatized for life, thank you. Uh, but I will make it up to you with this really good spread of Zoraki showing up at the end of the chapter, though. Nice. That is real good. Uh, yeah, like, Kubo, you're on some, some sort of shit this time, but still drawing real cool. Yeah, like... 
Man, I have to wonder what Kubo's thinking at any given time. I I feel like we should just rename our podcast a psychoanalysis of Tite Kubo. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, like this entire like Xyloboro bit is like, okay, well, we're spending some time showing that he's like scared and surprised and stunned. And then, oh, no, actually, he was just pretending uh, he had already planned for this. He just he doesn't really give a shit. And it's like, this is like the seventh time that this character like this, the fights with this character have been going on for so long and has gone through so many like permutations um, and even more annoying than when it's, like, a bunch of other people. I feel like when uh, when it's... There's a lot of fights in Bleach, and we've mentioned this in the past, where it's like, oh no, I'm being defeated! Psych, I had, a, I had another trick up my sleeve. And then the other person goes, oh no, I'm being defeated by this trick! Psych, that trick's not strong enough, I have another trick up my sleeve. And it's just, like, these really weightless, like, power-ups or, like, changes in status quo. And Xylopro Zy- is, like, the worst version of this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been going and going and going and now it's like still it's still going really <laughs> but it's like you show him being scared and being stunned and like getting hit by a move and then you dramatically cut away to a different scene and then when you come back you're like oh actually uh, he didn't get hit the explosion happened behind him he's totally fine don't worry about it he planned for this and actually he's entirely in control I'm like god why do I, why should I even care about what anyone's doing in this fight? Because you're going to keep doing this. Like, you're just going to keep doing this. Nothing matters. Nothing has any, like, narrative weight to it. I, I, I'm, like, I'm kind of feeling the way I did the first time I, I watched Bleach, which is that I feel like all of the good stuff was, like, right at the beginning of the series. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think, like, it was pretty strong up through, like, the first three seasons. And now that we're, like, in the Aronkar arcs, I'm like, right. I remember why I don't remember much of this shit, because it's not that good. It's like, oh yeah, that's why we stopped watching this show. <laughs> yeah. But, you I- know, here we are, back at it again. I am just so genuinely excited to, like, see what horrors lie behind the next filler arc. Like, yeah, that's, that's how you know it's bad. Is we're like, we gotta go. We, I'm, I'm more excited about all of the filler arcs than I am about anything that's happening in the Arankar arcs. Like, a couple of the Arankar and their attendant fights are cool, but mm-hmm. then you wind up with a lot of this stuff, and the pacing is just really rough. There are, what, six Aronkar arcs? Five? Uh, Feels like many. it. There are many, many. How many Aronkar arcs are in Bleach? I don't think we should say the total. I feel like that's... I feel like there are some people who are experiencing Bleach for the first time through our podcast. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I, d- I don't know how... I, I'm not finding a clear answer right this second anyway, so it's fine. We are at least, like, we are currently on a wrong car part, like, the, we are on, so, like, before the, the Aron car arc, there's the assault, right? And that's, like, that is an Aron car arc, right? Um, yeah. 
but not counting the assault, we are currently on the Iron Card Part 4. <laughs> Wild shit. Like, we are... Let's see, there's what? One, two... So there's 16 episodes in this arc. We're, we just finished episode 6. So we're, like, just under halfway through the fourth Iron Car arc, or fifth if you want to count the assault. <laughs> Wild. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what I will say to the people who are listening is, is like, I, I want to make it very clear, the reason this show hasn't been happening is not due to lack of interest in talking about Bleach, Correct. per se. It, it is just that like things have been happening in our lives that have coalesced into this this weekly fate of us not being able to do an episode. Um and when we are, it, it's a good time. I I had a good time. But like man, Bleach is mm, it it's on something right now. It really is. Figuring out how much of the Bleach anime we've gone through and the answer is 53%. <laughs> Yep. Yep. There are 366 episodes in the base anime. Damn. Yeah. I and like that that's just off the top of my head. I know that from from having looked it up several times. Yeah. Apparently, uh th- like according to Wikipedia, the numbering just keeps going for Thousand Year Blood War arc. Interesting. Which I guess makes sense. It's literally just like, hey, here's the next arc that happens after that arc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I, I won't tell people where the original series ends, like, if they don't know, but I will say, where the original series ends is it's such a fucking weird spot. Alright, well, fans, let us know you exist. But, but I, I'm sitting here at my keyboard, I'm not gonna move until somebody emails me and tells me my show's terrible. Um, but, uh, <laughs> outside of that, you can follow me on Tumblr at Flora Espers, and you can follow the show on Twitter at BleachCast. You can follow me on Twitter at SSBSLJ. You can find me on Twitter at MonkeyPieQuinn, that is M-O-N-K-I-P-I-Q-U-I-N-N. As of this time, the username associated with that account is Zangief's Breast Milk. <laughs> Have like a weekly bit where you just tell us what your current username is on twitter.com. I think I've done that a few times, yeah. It's really good every time. Every single time. I'm just like, man, I thought I was on Twitter for a second and saw you had a name, but then it's something different, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> a new, new little surprise just for me. Uh... I'm not going to end it with the stay cool chads this time. What I will say is, I want to play Jury Han, but I am not a a foot fetishist. Well done, gentle hosts. This delightful and lengthy lengthy scene can finally come to an end. (laughs) These delightful and lentil feet, huh? (laughs) 